There is a deep hatred of that game. Oh, that's right. Will didn't have a camera last week. Beep. There's the image of Will. Yes, I did have a camera last week. Loads of us had a camera last week. Oh, I had to change it all around. Yes, because there's a ton of us here. As they say, good afternoon, good evening, good night, wherever you are in the world watching us live on Twitch, video on demand on Twitch or YouTube, or even on Podbean, coming through your ears, through your podcasting apps. I am the great, great, great bearded one, large tea maker, aka Will McKellar, and joining me, going grey, yeah, tough here a little the bit. The grey-haired version, <laughs> the great-haired. is. <laughs> It's James Atkinson as we start season five. Yeah, season five. It's five. That's crazy. Four more years. Four more oh. years. <laughs> Let's take that chant and actually make it mean something. Let's make it ambivalent again. <laughs> make four years mean something again. Yeah, make four. Yeah. Let's think about something ha- positive that could happen in four more years. Think of all the video games that could come out. Think of, mm-hmm. like, you could buy FIFA four times. Yeah, for 280 quid. Yeah. Oof. Yes. <laughs> yes. We'll start that content dump now. We'll run to the toilet because let's get that content dump. I mean, technically, it is, it is cheaper than buying the actual kit every year. <laughs> Only because the, the Premiership does, you know, wants to inflate the prices for it. I don't. I mean, I don't. I think it's a lot to do with these. I mean, the kit sponsors and um, mainly the kit manufacturers. I think about it because yeah. who who does the kits mainly now? Nike, Under Armour, Adidas, or Adidas, depending on who you who you talk to. Um, oh, as we call it, after dinner, I did a shit. <laughs> Um, Soon after that, I did another. <laughs> is Umbro, does Umbro do them anymore? Um, I think they still do. I think they're still around. I think, Bor- I I think they do like Bournemouth, I'm guessing. But needless to say, that's 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 it. I mean, you, the Premier League has the best racket on sports memorabilia it, like I've ever seen. I have a New York Yankees jersey. The Yankees yeah. haven't changed their jersey since 1920. So it's, you buy it once and you're done. And especially because mine has blank on the back. It doesn't have a player or a number on the back. But at the same yeah. time, like if you got any of the single digit players, all those numbers are retired. So you have a Yankee great for one of those numbers. <laughs> so, but like the Premier League is just like, hey, you want a great business idea? Let's change the kits every year. But, you know. Let's just take it and like put a little put a little red trim like right here and charge somebody eighty quid for it. And then you got two kits because you got home and away. And the third kit. Some teams have a third kit. Tottenham have a third kit. I actually like their third kit because it's a polo. It's got like it's not like the traditional just like top. It's got like yeah. a polo with a couple buttons. I think that looks sharp. Oh, so that's their winter. Outfit. Yeah, <laughs> it's the, the it's their like I want to go out. It's like I want to I want to go out, but I still want to rep Tottenham, kind of a thing. It's yeah. like you, it's the business casual look. D- dude, you're wearing a, a football kit. Hey, Polo, he's down on that. Thank you. He's down. Just, on just hold kid. your roll. All right. 
which like the games industry is starting to go that way with uh it's it's looking likely that AAA games right are going to start costing 70 pound a pop or was that 90 dollars is that 80 90 dollars now over in the states for uh, probably 85 um i'll i'll look up what the current exchange rate is right now because isn't it about 60 dollars Actually, no, no, it'd be about 60 quid over here. All right. If it's going up a tenner. What is it, 70? Actually, no, it would be 70 quid because it's 59.99 most. Or 50. What's a, what's, a, what's, a, what's, a, what's a game cost for you right now? If you're going to go. Uh, up, right about 55. 55. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's 55. Right about 55 to 60. So it would probably be about 65 to 70. You guys uh, are getting screwed. Like. <laughs> yeah. Canada's going to get even more screwed. Well, no, no, you guys are getting right screwed now. because with the current exchange rate, so, like, if I go out and buy a, a, a top, like, a like a non-deluxe version of a game right now, it's fifty nine yeah. ninety nine for me. Right. Okay. You know what? Mm-hmm. That should equate to $48 pound, 48 pounds. Wow. That's what it used to be. <laughs> no. I mean, that's recommended retail price, you know, with, with things like... Um, Supermarkets and that they sometimes have it lower because I remember there used to be a pricing war not well too many years ago. We used to be able to get games like 42 43 pound on the day of release. Now, it seems to have stopped that. Well, I think well, because I think a lot of a lot of the companies are direct selling now, like right. you, you, yeah, you don't. I mean, that's there's a reason why GameStop is gonna probably go out of business. Or is going to be filing for <laughs> bankruptcy. Not a lot of people are buying from GameStop anymore. They're not going to the direct retailers. They're not going to retailers. They're going directly from the source. Buy it from Origin, on Uplay Store, on Good Old Games. Remember, Good Old Games is run by uh, CD Projekt Red. That's a thing. Um, you know, you can pretty much buy it directly from the uh, <clears throat> from them. Yeah, the physical ones are slowly, slowly going. So if we're if we're looking at a price jump, if, if, we're probably just going to see a ten, a ten dollar increase across the board let's just say hypothetically just everything jumps 10 bucks yeah does that make that makes sense because mm-hmm. there's no reason why it would go from like 59.99 and not go up to 69 nice 99 yeah because it, it used to be it used to be around about 40 quid around about 2005 people were saying so it has gone up in price over the years you know but when ps4 came out not drastically no I mean, at the same time, let's if we look at the price jump, are we about due? Yeah. I I think no. I think I look at it this way. Mm. If game video game <clears throat> number one, I'll t- I'll first talk to the reason why it's probably not going to be like eighty bucks in the United States versus you, uh, in the UK, and I'm just going to say that because we probably do a lot of the production. So yeah. if you look at shipping wise, we're not shipping major distances especially if they're if you look at games coming from japan 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 and china is where they, they would normally make which is why it would make sense but um the last of us was delayed for a couple of months because of even though it went gold there was no one in china being able to make it produce it because we were on lockdown right and then if you look at where, how it's going to ship to it uh, going from china japan to the west coast of the united states versus going from china japan to the uk that's mm-hmm. a little bit different time wise of yeah. just like being able to move stuff now i don't know if they showed these things on shipping containers and send them over or they put them on planes or 
I mean, it's it's a disc. So I imagine that the big the biggest production thing you have to worry about is not burning all the copies of the discs. It's the packaging. It's the inserts. It's all of that. So that mm-hmm. probably all gets put together, put on a pallet, and then sent out. But that's probably why we're not going to see as much of a. We're only going to see it if we if a ten if a ten denomination of currency increase across the mm-hmm. board. That's fair. That makes sense. It should. It's been a while since there was a price increase. Inflation is a thing, people. And it's fine. The other thing, too, is that... Let's let's be real here. The qualities of games has gone up drastically in that time period. Yeah. And I also look at it from a third angle, which is... If... Uh, game developers are unionizing. If they're fighting for better working conditions and better pay rights, there's a cost to that if they get it. And the cost is eventually going to come down to the people who buy the product, a.k.a. us. If I have to pay $10 more for every game that I buy, knowing full well that the developers who are working on that game have a better quality of life, better work-life balance, and are getting the benefits that they deserve, I'm willing to pay that $10. The question is, though, is it or will it be down going to the shareholders as well? Because you know they'll want to cut this. And one of the big questions asked is, well, if 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 we're going to be paying more, are they going to start cutting back out microtransactions and loot boxes? Depends on the microtransactions. Because we know EA probably won't. We know 2K probably won't keep, you know, no. won't take them out. Activision will probably add more. But at the same time, and and I think you've seen this kind of change in loot boxes, at least the way after playing war <laughs> after playing Warzone for a little bit, their loot boxes mm-hmm. there was there was no randomness involved. You knew what you were buying when it said it. It said this is how this is what you get for buying this like package. You get these skins, this weapon mod, this stuff, this. And it was completely cosmetic, had nothing to do with the performance or how you played your character in the game. You could play that game completely free, not buy any of the season pass and loot boxes, and still have a very good time and still be competitive. So, when you look at loot boxes in the sense of the, the gotcha model, yeah, that's where I have a problem with video games and loot boxes. That's, that's my draw the line moment, going, fuck you, that's gambling. If you look at, well, we talked about Crash 4 possibly having loot box, having cosmetics and that kind of stuff in there. For me, go ahead. That do, It's a single player game. It doesn't change my experience on how I play the game. I don't have to buy them if I don't want them. If you buy them and then complain about them being in the game, they're cosmetic. You know, just because you bought the Japanese JRPG and you wanted all the bikinis on all of your female characters, you know what you were doing when you got into it. You were fully aware it was for your enjoyment of the game, whatever, however you enjoy the game, but it was for your enjoyment of the reason why you got that. So cosmetic changes where there isn't any randomness involved, I'm fine with. Because some people want their gun to be have like a waifu with big anime titties on it. That's fine. You know, if you want your gun to like say Onichan every single time you reload it, good for you. Go and buy that. But if you need to do randomness and any kind of randomness involved, anything that kind of breaks the game in a multiplayer sense, mm-hmm. 
that's why I have a problem with it. If it's a single player experience and you're buying shit, you're you're not doing anything but to yourself. At that, point. I mean, we we we've we've been over this sort of debate many yeah. times before over the years. It's a case of with me. I think if the if they were already meant to be in the game in the first place and they've just taken out to go to get try and get extra money from people after you've bought the game, then that's a fucking jeek. That's just greedy bastards. <laughs> it really is. Now, like myself, you know, the best way to counter that is to not buy it. Battlefront two is a great reason why. They yeah. that was loot box hell. People just didn't buy it. Look at Onrush. That came out. The loot boxes are in there, but there was no monetary value to them at all. You couldn't buy them. You had to earn them. So, therefore, they're in the game. Then they changed that. Then they patched in payment for the loot boxes. And that's when I went, you know what? Uh uh. No, no. No, 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 no. No, no. And stopped. Stop playing it. Because to me, that was a cheek that they went and did that and then tried to say, then tried using PR bullshit, as we know PR bullshit does happen, to try and sugarcoat it, make it make it sound like it's a great idea. And it's like, I'm not seeing, you know, I'm, I'm seeing right through this bullshit right here. So I stopped. Which leads us on to the next bit. Loot boxes, um, according to the House of Lords, should be classed as gambling not quite the way that jim sterling wants but it's it's a good enough reason straight away that loot boxes are gambling because they're targeting kids that's disgusting business practice but it should also be looked at because the regulation would also say for vulnerable people who have a chance to have a gambling addiction yes that's that is that is definitely a thing now i'm trying to think of any games that i know of that have loot boxes in them that are geared towards kids and i'm thinking to myself I'm like rainbow six no that's not geared towards kids gta 5 well, that's definitely not geared towards kids but kids still yeah. play the shit out of that game um mm-hmm. uh, because uh that's a whole nother debate for another <laughs> podcast <laughs> i have a lot of things to say on that one um mm-hmm. Just to shorten that debate down for a little bit is just fucking parent your kids. Just that's how I end that one. <laughs> yeah, educate yourself and parent them. Play it with them. Use yeah, it as a teaching tool. Yeah, if the game is not suitable for <laughs> them, don't let them play it. I have a feeling now. This this may be me being the arrogant young person, youngish person that I am. <laughs> <laughs> that I don't think I will fall into that same trap when it comes to my children. Dad, can I get Grand Theft Auto 10? Hmm, son. Your dad already has Grand Theft Auto 10. You're not playing it till you're much older. Or you have to play it with me. Because then I can yeah. contextualize things for you. Or mm-hmm. we're not going to go and do this mission. By the way, don't buy your kids cyberpunk. Please. Please. Pretty because, pl- I'm 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 begging you. Do you, know, do you know the reason why I say that to not let your kids play cyberpunk? It's not me, me trying to be a party a killjoy or a party pooper. No 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 no. It's because, right? 
Cyberpunk. Okay, I'm going to come closer here, right? Cyberpunk is for Jane. It's for me. It's for you. It's an adult experience. Why should the kids, right, try and ruin it for us by wanting to play it when it's our toy? I'm not worried about the kids playing it. I'm worrying about the Karens who bought their kids the game and then get pissed off about the people that's in it. That's who I'm worried about. It's our toy. Why should we share our toys? They take ours anyway as they get older. <laughs> this is ours. Let us have something. You know, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> They're not like little dogs that look at your food and want everything, right? You have control. You can say no. Cyberpunk is going to be censored in Japan, by the way. It's going to be censored in Japan. Okay. Well, think think about Japanese the Japanese various industries and various things that they censor. Yeah. They're censoring that stuff. Okay. <clears throat> if you watch this show, you know what I'm talking about. I don't need to go into more detail. <laughs> no. And if you don't know, you're lying to yourself. If you don't know, please don't go and Google it. <laughs> if you don't know, then don't don't look it up and then don't come back and blame me. Or if you do want to blame me, please at the reverse pro gamer. <laughs> yeah. Complaints department at Rooks World yep. Gamer. Yep. <laughs> it's not my fault. But I think if warnings, you know, it's, it's they, fair. They, you know, they have know, given, but... they have they have been very, very upfront about what's in this game. <clears throat> I think that they have spoken at length for a long period of time. About what is in this game, about what this game's about, about how mature this game is. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, th- th- you don't. Good. <laughs> don't, 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 don't. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no, 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 no. There is. The internet is a strange place. Can we, can we, nice and innocent and pure? We don't want her looking at that sort of stuff. Don't, don't look at that stuff. Don't, don't, don't. don't you, don't you do it. Don't 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 <coughs> star your mind and your innocent eyes with that. Okay, just just don't. Please don't. <laughs> please no punterino, Kimmy. Yeah. <laughs> no punterino. No, 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 no. <laughs> so, uh, in other content dump gubbins, okay, uh, some good stuff. Now well, we're going to talk about nice positive things. 21st of July to the 27th of July, Summer Games Fest continues with Xbox are doing hands-on games of early access demos. Very nice. So you can download and play them for, you know, however. I don't think it's like Dr. Electro. Hello, Dr. Electro. So they're they're doing what Steam just did. Yeah. Which is like a big... Like they had like the the uh, the PC game show, and pretty much mm-hmm. like half of the games on the PC game show you were able to play demos for. Yeah, on Steam and good and and the Epic Game Store. 
let's be let's be honest. They had some stuff on the Epic Game Store too, which is nice, really, because you know normally around this sort of time of year, we've not you know we've been back from res, we've seen hands on with indie stuff. We were started to turn our attention towards EGX, which we'll get onto in a few moments, where we get hands on with this sort of stuff, but we can't because of the COVID. So what better way for them to uh, actually make up for that to go, okay, download it, play it. Makes sense to me. Yeah, here's here's the first out two hours of the game. Or even better, which they were doing with some of the stuff on Steam, that where they would be like, they had this schedule of like, here's all here's here's all the demos, and then here's the live streams, like the one hour live stream from the devs of playing the game and talking about it playing the demo and going over everything they which i think should be happening more often i think say what you will about the company uh paradox like they have a they have like multiple weekly live streams from the developers when they're going and they're coming out with a new expansion that like goes through like their live dev process and they're playing the game showing off new things and they're constantly like this is hot code like, we literally just finished this an hour ago and updated the game. So we're playing on this version. And they play it, and they go, oh, that's... They'll be in the middle of it and go, hmm, nope, that's a bug. We should probably write that down to get it fixed. But that's what they do. They give, they, they're like, this is what we're working on for the next expansion. Let's play through it together in a in, in probably a very meme way. Yeah. I mean, the I remember when Stellars is coming out and they were pimping it up. They played this thing called the Blorg Con- Confederacy, which was just like a hiddenly disgusting alien blob that just wanted to make friends. That's all they wanted to do. They were hiddenly disgu- disgusting. They were pacifists, and they just like wanted to be friendly towards people and get hugs, and that's how they played it. And it got so, and it got so much traction, and it got so much love that they added it as free LC to the game. Like day no, one download, you could download <laughs> the Blorg and play as them. <laughs> See that stuff is cool. I mean, it's it it's a way round the situation, mm-hmm. and I like that. Um, and it also shows you game, actual gameplay rather than just trailers of in-game engine. Yeah, which is a different thing completely. Because as as I mentioned. EGX, uh, the big show in London, cannot can take place this year because we haven't we haven't got to a point yet where it's safe enough for us to all meet up. It's that it is a completely logical decision. Yeah, e- even if a uh, cab driver doesn't think so. Yes, <laughs> trust me, conspiracy theories out <laughs> there. So. EGX. This is the this is the story by Eurogamer itself. So I'll read this out. Um, EGX, the UK gaming show run by Eurogamer's parent company Readpop, has sadly had its 2020 edition cancelled due to the global coronavirus pandemic. There goes our uh, monetization on YouTube. <coughs> but the organisers have come up with something rather special to replace it. EGX Digital will run from the 12th of September to the 20th of September, and will join forces with Readpop's stablemate, PAX Online, running over the same dates to create a global, three-continent-spanning online event with round-the-clock, 24-hour content across all nine days, 
and it's free for you. It's free for you. It's free for me. It's free for everyone. So the show will boast many f features familiar from physical editions of PAX and EGX, except the queues, which is a welcome thing, including de developer sessions, nice, easy, panels, yeah, playable games, live Let's Plays, live eSports, a huge selection of indie games, meets and greets. Now, that's one I want to see how, how they do with that and much more. So Eurogamer will be closely involved, of course, in bringing you the coverage of the event, as well as taking part in the streams, panel sessions, blah, blah, blah. Same goes for Digital Foundry, Outside Xbox, Rock Paper Shotgun, Dice Breaker, VG247, and Games Industry. So, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, this is going to kind of be the world for a little while, and it, reminds, it sounds like, number one, they're, take, they're, they're doing the, um, the Games Done Quick model, right? Right. Just content 24 hours, and then they're probably going to upload it to sites so you can watch all the replays. Great. Yeah. This is awesome. I mean, it reminds me also, like, you never, um, have you ever heard of GCX, Guardian Con Expo? No. Okay. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to tangent it a little bit so we can bring it back to this. But, okay. G Guardian Con was started by the Destiny Twitch community. Where like, because like all of the streamers got to get together and hang out, and their fans wanted to come together, so they started a con. Yeah, called a Guardian Con. Now, it expanded since then, and became they they named, renamed it GCX because yeah. still Guardian Con, but because it, it expanded beyond Destiny, as the game evolved and a lot of the streamers went in different directions from Destiny. Um, GCX was supposed to happen a couple of weeks ago. It didn't. But a big thing about GCX is that they do a charity marathon to raise money for St. Jude. Mm -hmm. And they get a ton of major streamers involved. So what they did is they still ran that charity marathon on across all platforms. Facebook Gaming, Mixer, when it, Mixer was still a thing, Twitch, YouTube, all of it. And because they said, just because this isn't going to happen, it's not going to slow us down. They raised over $6 million for St. Jude. Wow. And I think, and I think Shroud, Shroud, yeah. he's the, he's the Gillette commercial guy, right? We see on Twitch all the time now. I'm guessing so. Correct me if I'm wrong here. He was yeah, the, he, he was the anchor. I think he raised almost a million dollars on his own, but he was Jeez. the last one. But I watched Co Carnage stream. He raised a quarter of a million dollars from his communities. So to pull it back to what we're talking about, digital things in the world we are in can be very successful. That was a a con where they would raise a lot of money and they had they, they would do things where they would do like a roast of some of the old of like the people who started. So King Gathalion, who went to Mixer and now is that in Facebook Gaming originally started on Twitch and he kind of was one of the people, one of like the couple of guys who spearheaded it. And one thing that they did is that like they would sell tickets to do a roast and they would roast King Gathalion. No, no media, no YouTube. It was an in-person only thing and all of the tickets and all the, and it was like, I think like a hundred dollars to go to this, but all of that money went to, to St. Jude. Like they weren't, they weren't doing this to like, we're going to, we're going to rank this in and profit from it. It's like, no, you're going to come and see all of King Catholian's destiny friends who have known him for years roast the shit out of him. And in the meantime, we're also giving money to charity. 
but they had to change that and they did and it's worked out great so i think this could be a great thing 24 hours of just video game video game news speculation stuff that's awesome and the great thing is because egx and pax are such kind of a worldwide things that yeah. you know even if you have like the midnight eastern standard time slot there are still going to be people watching this in europe overseas and that kind of stuff so there's really not a bad time slot for a lot of this not because you got you know asia and, and australasia they're going to be up for around about that time because it's going to be their afternoons. Yeah. So this this is this is a only a good thing, and I hope it continues. That's the other thing. If they if they can logistically see this now, I know a lot of things about packs. A lot of the the panels can be done via Discord. Yeah. And in some cases, it probably run off a little bit better than than Discord than in that because you won't have people like. And you can kind of filter the questions a lot easier and stuff. That makes it makes panel. If you ever gone to a con, there's always like that one super fan, and God bless him, but like asks the really weird, specific or inappropriate question, and you can hear the room collectively facepalm. <laughs> yep. You if you you know that moment, that moment goes away with this. Granted more horrible shit comes about because you're the, you have the anonymity of the internet, but at the same time, Twitch chat and a major event. If you're smart, you do that. Now, this is something I want to see. And it's something I want to see about Twitch guidelines and see if they're smart. If they're going to be allowing restreaming. So like something where the guy last, he, he, you know, job, yeah. I mean, to be fair, I would ask Elon Musk for the job. And in some cases, Elon Musk may like think of that gumption and be like, yeah, sure. You know, you, 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 you just asked. But um, if they, I think if they're smart, they allow some of the major content creators to restream some of these panels and stuff. Yeah. It is, it is an interesting thought. It's an interesting, cause it's just like, once again, you know, in some, in a lot of cases, like you'd want to watch that, but you also want to watch the watch it in the community that you're comfortable with. Exactly. So, like, instead of like watching it with like the toxic Twitch chat that's going to be spamming, you know, whatever yeah, it's spamming. I'm, I'm saying toxic. In some cases, it's not, but it's it's going at such a clip that you can't follow it or get a net word in edgewise. You can watch it with will or dan's gaming or shroud or co-carnage or professor broman or reverse pro gamer or tom Merritt. i'm just throwing names out here of content creators that i know or, or maybe right here yeah if you want to hear what we think of this stuff in real time um if we could have restreamed the cyberpunk night city i would have i loved that that was just James just going like, mm, yes, tell me more. Tell me so much more. I'm interested. I can ask Carly about the next one. I mean, it was also during work hours. So I yeah. could I kinda I kinda <laughs> couldn't. But you know. 
just thoughts like that kind of stuff would be good i'm probably i mean once they start releasing the scheduling and the paneling i'll probably mark down stuff i'll want to talk about and to be honest it's, it's good business for us yeah <laughs> it's gonna give right. us gonna give a shit to talk about i say my my, my personal sort of curiosity is like how are they going to do the meet and greets zoom I mean, if you don't do a meet and greet, you can do um, either like a Zoom call with a moderator yeah. who brings people in and out of the call to ask questions, right. which is fair, or you just turn it into a panel. Hey, Dougie. Hello, Dougie. Because and I'll, 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 I'll see if I've got one on my system here. I believe I have. Uh, but this is what I mean about uh, the meet and greets and that. Uh, let me just back for a second. It's <laughs> absolutely oh oh no. Sorry, I just I just opened Twitter and I shouldn't have. Oh dear! Don't you hate it when you open Twitter and the first thing you see you just makes you go, mmm. I don't <laughs> like this. Yep. No, not do that. No, no Punterino Twitter. <laughs> Please, not but where are they? Because I'm sure I've got someone here. But what do we? I mean, this is going to go in the right direction. I hope they keep it. I hope they do it live. And I'm thinking about PAX East. Obviously, there's D and D games that go on there. That's easily transitioned to online. D and D online has been doing online games pretty much every day for like over years, over a couple of years now. So, if anything, it's going to get it, make it easier for people to get to get together and do this. Um, I would love to see the Acquisitions Incorporated game online. That's going to be absolutely ridiculous. Um, but I don't think I think it detracts from what is you know it obviously detracts from the in person experience, but yeah. it doesn't detract from the viewing experience as a whole if anything it enhances it and now they're not doing a blizzcon where they like charge you for digital access to it but at the same time you get stuff as part of that like you get the same con bag that you would be if you're going to blizzcon in person yeah because that would be cool but you all have phones right everybody has cell phones <laughs> true it looks like I don't have any on my phone. Sucks. On my, um, on me hard drive anymore. So they'll be on my phone. But yeah, you know, you get, because with, with this, you get, you know, you're there with people. You're, you're, you're interacting with them properly. You know, you, you get pictures with them. That, that's, that's the sort of thing I'm thinking about. It's like, how do they incorporate this? You know, into it. So it'll be interesting to see. It'll be interesting to see what they do for, E EGX packs this year because while they're doing all this stuff while we're getting the hands-on demos you know to play this thing there is nothing in the world like being there in person nothing in the world like that That's true, but here's the thing: nobody's gonna be there in person. <laughs> so allowed to be, <laughs> but you know, and, and because we need to stay safe. 
even with the pubs opening today. Because they called it Super Saturday here. Except, of course, if you're in Leicester. Leicester are in lockdown. Said no. Said no. Did the pubs in Millwall ever close? Asking for a friend. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> so, I think that's a content dump sorted, isn't it? Oh, no, 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 it isn't. Oh, no, no. We've still got two more bits. Two more bits. This week coming, we have a big release on Steam. And then next month, we have a big release on Steam. Both games that I like. Um, so, you can talk about them. Yes, Death Stranding's on PC coming out this week. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Death Stranding. It's it's Kojima's walking simulator. It is oddly fitting for this kind of day and age in the world we're living in. It is if we're, if we're talking about like a James called it segment, Kojima called. <laughs> what do you play? You play a courier where ever where everybody is disconnected and they stay inside their cities and the only way they stay connected is by like strands and sending packages over beers oh my god <laughs> <laughs> and what no was the epicenter new york yeah which was the epicenter of the outbreak in america this year so yeah yeah it's a uh, death stranding if you haven't played it yet I mean, you have your reasons. I, I'm not. I'm not judging you. I'm just saying it's an experience. I'm not saying it's a good game. I'm not saying it's a bad game. I'm not saying anything. I'm saying it's an experience. And if you don't want to play it, it's really worth watching the YouTube movie compilations. Cause like, there is some interesting shit. Also, the game is perfect at providing you with moments i've talked about it plenty of times before just the first opening sequence like once you kind of go into free roam mode is just the way it's shot and the way it's done i'm just thinking like this is like he thought about this they thought about this well and feel and they're making you feel something here and it god damn it it's like you know i know it was one of the moments where you know he's this was done to make you feel something and you're still feeling those feelings anyways because fuck the other game that's coming out is along the same lines post-apocalyptic <laughs> futures horizon zero dawn comes out on steam august 7th it's been i got the email yesterday it's up for pre-order now it is 49.99 us for the main game and the dlc which is nice because apparently the the Frozen Wild is really good too. Yeah. So another game, if you haven't played it, it is that game is worth a playthrough. I mean, and the best oh, yeah. part is is that you don't have to do everything in that game to like be a badass. Because we we talked about like the weapon trials, the hunters lodges. Just oh yeah, just never did them. <laughs> I just never did them. I played through the entire game. I did one and went fuck this. I'm never doing it again. They are easier than you think once you when you are fully leveled up. Yeah, okay. but I'm not going to backtrack. I got the shield armor. <laughs> yeah, that's all I wanted. <laughs> that's all I wanted, and it was it was so worth it. 
Being able to just be like playing, 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 then also like the T-Rex comes and smacks you, and you're just like bonk. Oh, there goes my shield. Playing, 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 playing. When you can spank and tank as the archer. Also, it's good to get us hyped up for Horizon Zero Dawn too. Yeah, it should be PlayStation Five, which is coming out in a time and place. Yeah, so the time and place to be determined. They haven't given <laughs> us a date, like not yeah, even twenty twenty one. They just, no date. It would be. I would love it if it was a launch title. I really would. I don't think it's gonna be. Yeah, I know. Realistically, you know, but. It's nice to dream, isn't it? It's nice to have something, something positive to look forward to, maybe. We have a PS5 release date, do we? Not yet. Not yet. We don't. No, there's been nothing confirmed for our um, PS5 release date. I'm, I'm, I, am, I am very sure that the PS5 will release sometime mid-November. If, you, if, you're, if you're looking to... It was leaked. I don't... It le- leaks... I don't trust leaks too much. Amazon Amazon bits do do that sort of thing as as placeholders. Okay, that's what they're there for. They have them as placeholders, nothing more. Now sometimes they have been right, and sometimes they've been accurate, but a lot of the time, no, don't 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 hold water with them if it was leaked along See, they with. They say October, that. and I don't. That's I don't not holiday believe, time. I don't believe it, and I'll tell you why I don't believe it. And I'll tell you why. If you look at, if we've been over this. If you look historically, when all of the consoles have been released, almost universally for the last couple console releases, it has been like the second or third week in November. Yeah. Almost consistently. And that's because it's the perfect time for them to put together bundaroos for the holiday season. And it gives people. Like it's pretty much like a six. It's like six to eight weeks before the before Christmas, is when they do it. So because it's a perfect stocking filler for little Tommy underneath the tree when he wakes up on Christmas morning. So I mean, I the price point, I I find it. I mean, if the was it four hundred pounds? So what is what does a PS four go for right now? I can tell you, uh, PS four. Let me see. I shall load it up for you. Now, are we looking to PS4 Pro or P- or give standard? Me both. Give me both. Okay, I'll give you both. Okay. Give me uh, both so. price wise. So on Amazon, um, PS4 500 gig with free PS hits. You're looking two hundred and fifty-five pounds. Okay. Okay, I'm just going to look for the PS4 Pro. PS4 Pro one terabyte on its own. No games or anything. No games or anything. Three hundred twenty-seven pounds and eighty-nine pence. So that price could be right. What was the PS4? Let me see. PS4 price on release. What was the PS4's price on release day? So the PS4 <laughs> was priced at uh, three fifty. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was. You're a little quiet, Will. 
Yeah. Sorry, I've <laughs> just been interrupted. <laughs> Am I back on? Can you hear me? Yeah. But yeah, it was. I'm sure it was like, wasn't it three three fifty? It was. I just looked it up. It was three fifty three fifty pound. Mm-hmm. So usually, the prices are always dollar euro pound. Numbers don't change based on the symbol. Yeah. Oh yeah. But I, since we're talking in pound, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk in pound because it was three ninety nine in the United States when it released. So there's yeah, always usually pounds. about a fifty dollar difference between that, mm-hmm. even though. The pound was much stronger then than it is now. Pound, I think, when it, PS4 release was closer to like a dollar seventy-five to two dollars United States dollars, and now we're down to a a buck and a quarter for a pound. So you guys lost fifty cents. Yeah. Because they used to be like um, news stories about going to the, going to New York for like seventy-five pound return flight, and that was crazy prices. When we used to look about three, four hundred pounds. So this show you how far the pound has fallen. Mm-hmm. But that's a topic for a different stream. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for a different podcast. <laughs> Possibly a Tigwhoopies After Dark. That could be a Free Play Friday discussion. We tend to talk a lot of bullshit on Free Play Friday. So, do you want to see the the Yankee jankiness of us? It's Free Play Friday. Um, because people were complaining about the PS3 price when that came out, and that was 425 Yeah. <laughs> Happy. Thank you. Thank you. We really do appreciate the fact that we're no longer... Actually, we don't appreciate the fact that we're not part of the Empire anymore. I think a lot of us would be okay with coming back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, especially in the past few years you guys have had. Oh, dear. <laughs> but yeah, so... If it happens, right, and I'm not going to discount it, I'm not going to discount it as complete bollocks. It's rumor. We thought, though, it would be around about the 20th, wasn't it? Was That was the one you called? I said anywhere between the 14th to the... Tw- uh, let me tell you the exact date I called. Um, I think I called anywhere between the 10th and the the 10th uh the 9th to the 20th because that's the yeah. second that's the the 9th is the monday of the full week of the first second full week of november and then through till the friday of the 20th which is the end of the first the second third week i mean i think that's because if you look at november starts on sunday the first yeah so you get so it's it's a pretty easy calendar month the 20th on amazon i mean you would, the weird thing about console releases is that, like, do you want to release it on a Friday? Because most video games get released, what, on Tuesdays, right? In state, Yeah, in the States they do. And some of the bigger releases over here do as well. Um, let's have a look at the release dates. I mean... When, when they happened. Uh, release date. The actual day, rather than the dates themselves, of... PlayStation 3. Let's go from there. Uh, PlayStation 3. It's going to... So... The 11th of November 2006. Um, what day was the 11th? November 17th 2006 in North America. And then the 23rd of March in, in that, in over here. Now we have to look at a calendar of when, what 11th day that was. of November 2006. 
was a Saturday. So 17th of November. A 2006? Yeah. So that would have been a Friday in North America because it's got six days. Yep. A Thursday. Probably a midnight release. Yeah. And then March 23rd, 2007. I'm sure that was a Thursday. So we'll say midnight release on a Thursday? Mm-hmm. Because PlayStation 4, right? PlayStation 4 was launched on the 15th of November, 2013. Mm. And that was a worldwide release. And I think these will be worldwide too. They're looking for it. PlayStation 2 was launched uh, March 4th, 2000. But that was it was more October over here because I remember starting at Dixon's um, in the same month as that was. And that was no, that was October, uh, October 2000. And then the, the Xbox 360 was the 22nd of November. So official launches, whether they're just over here or not, with worldwide releases, the main launch seems to be November. So it wouldn't be wrong, it wouldn't be far off if those rumors were the case. Yeah, I, I still, I still call. I think what did I say? I called. Like second to third week in November, and then the price point being six hundred dollars US, five to six hundred dollars US, is what I called the price point because you don't know with the digital if they're going to down downgrade it or do that or if they're going to keep it the same price but give it a bigger hard drive. I mean, four hundred seems about right for the digital version, or or and again because I said about four fifty, didn't I? Four hundred fifty pounds for that main one, so. That would make sense. I'd say I'd say the fifty pounds would be a better gap for the digital compared to the the disc one. But I think we said we said you'd end up paying like eight hundred because of like buying a second controller, buying starter games. Now with the the price of games, a pot pot now probably going up. Yeah, just it just. I don't know. Yeah, we unless something is ha- major happens because of COVID, you know, co- with it just being a rumor, with it just being a leak, we can't always, you know, we have to look at it. We have to get a pinch of salt and just go. We just have to. Because and once again, I think I think my my biggest my we talked about my conspiracy theory. I think realistically. November 19th, which is the third Thursday of the month, is when Cyberpunk says they're releasing the game. Yeah. I think there is a hard case to make that that is either the PlayStation or Xbox release date. There is a hard case to make. Are you thinking that that could be bundled with a PS5 or Xbox if they're released? Probably bundled with Xbox. If I'm being honest, it's probably an Xbox bundle. Um, it makes perfect sense because here's the other thing: why are they releasing a video game on a Tuesday and not on a Tuesday? Thursday, yeah. Why are they releasing on Thursday? That's... Is isn't that bef- the week before Thanksgiving? Yes. Uh, uh, when is Thanksgiving this year? <laughs> because that would make perfect sense if they're going to be releasing it a week before Thanksgiving. Yep. Are still going to be off then. Let's let's be honest here. 
COVID is not going to suddenly disappear by November unless unless a vaccine that they're working on is somehow ready. Now, some people have said September that could happen. So they, if that if that's the case, they're releasing it a week before Black Friday. Yeah, I mean, that the makes, good thing that makes you that could... makes perfect sense. Mm. Um, you're either gonna have stock, you're, they're either gonna buy it before it happens, or people are gonna go out and run out on Black Friday. There's gonna be your third spike. <laughs> yeah. See, I have a question about that. The spike, the whole spike thing, second wave, blah blah blah. Right now, the last time we saw a pandemic this bad was 1918. Right, in Spanish. Right. How was Spanish flu the pandemic and that communicate to people so they could stay away, so they could be protected against themselves in that time period, compared to now with everything that we have, social media and all this? What aren't we supposedly better prepared to stop a second wave? Barring common sense and barring people being bloody minded and being stupid. Okay. Aren't we better prepared to stop a second wave than the people were back in 1918? Yes and no. And as and I will say and I will preface this because of that exact thing you admitted. We are better prepared for to handle a second wave due to the amount of the fact that we have an information system that can easily send information worldwide in a very quick manner. Yeah. But at the same time, because we've we've gotten so much everybody can get so much information so quickly, they can also get a lot of misinformation a lot quickly. And then also people only listen to certain if in certain people who don't want to go and listen to the journalists only listen to them in their sound chambers. The one little area that they that they believe and trust, and if that little area that they believe and trust believes that it's a hoax, it's not yeah. real. None the of cab this. Cab today. Yeah, that misinformation can. There's the fact that with with mass information comes mass information. Injecting yourself with bleach cures the disease. That helped, right? That was the thing that went on for a while. So. Just, just know this, people. Just, just be safe. Do what you feel comfortable doing. How about that? Do what you feel comfortable. I'm not yeah. telling you what to do. I'm just telling you do what you'd feel comfortable doing. And I will do what I feel comfortable doing. Now, there, I'm going to end this a little bit on a positive as well. Now, this won't seem a, a positive, but positive out of a negative. Because like Dougie, myself, Stratham, anybody else in our community who would normally go down to London or Birmingham for wherever in the GX One Expo is, because we now don't need to because of, you know, it being cancelled because of COVID, we don't need to save money for hotels, travel, food, and, and merchandise that's down there. So that means because this is a console year, we can save up a lot quicker and easier because we don't have that expense i also am letting you all know if i buy a new console it's not going to be until 2021 i'm not gonna, would... i'm <laughs> not going to be part of the first wave mm -hmm. those almost usually have a few janky things in it also because there's 
I'm gonna be honest. There's no release titles for any of these game these systems that I go. I need to own that. None of them. <laughs> I'm gonna try. I'm definitely gonna try. I'll be honest. If you know Microsoft or Sony want to send me a launch model to you know unbox and do for you guys and and use, I'm not gonna. I'm I'm not gonna complain. I'm not gonna argue. I'm not going to sit there and go, oh, no, well, how dare you? Oh, oh, no. I'll use it. <laughs> yeah, I'll be honest. But I have means and I have plans to prepare for it. I have Cyberpunk. It's coming out in November. That is going to take up a lot of my time. <laughs> yeah, I think it's 2021. It will. Probably around that same time, Football Manager 2021 gets released. That is also going to take up a lot of my time. Let's be real here. Those two things can keep me occupied for a good long while that I don't need a console. It's true. It's damn true. So let's just, let's just, because uh, I think I'm done with my content dump. Yep. Yep. Let's have to get off the toilet. Let's, let's wipe the content dump away and flush it. Let's do a and quick what we've been playing. Yeah, let's do a very quick what we've been playing. So I'll, I'll head off first. I'll do my bit. Uh, finished and played The Last of Us Part 2. Really enjoyed it. There's some moments in there that I feel that are re- the, the, the detail in little bits and pieces is amazing. Okay. Now, shall we? I don't. Shall we go spoilerific now or no, should we wait? No, no. Let's People wait. are still playing it. Okay. If, we, if we do a Last of Us spoilerific. It'll be on a free play Friday. And I think and I and I think that's fair because it allows us to keep the podcast clean. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No worries. But it's also not a game that Chris is going to play. Like Doom, like we could all discuss. If there's a game that all three of us widely have played, yes, let's discuss it on the podcast. But The Last of Us Two, no. There is one thing I do want to say about it, though, right? Because you break windows. And this is not a spoiler. You break windows to jump into buildings, right? The la- the detail there, and this was pointed out to me. Um, when you smash the window, they just jump right in. There's no glass bit here for them to look at and just see in case they cut their hands while jumping. Now, the reason I say that, and you may go, well, yeah, it's a game, no, lad. You know, there's not that much realism. The thing I wanted to say, because of spoilers, goes the opposite way. Okay? There's a little detail. And, Dougie, once you hear, once you see this detail, feel free to message me and go, that's why you said it. All right? So, Last of Us 2, Part 2 complete. Is it the Schindler's List of games, as, as a journalist uh, reviewed it with? No. Now that shouldn't take away from it because it's very good. I love I love the emotion in it. I love the brutality in it, which is a weird thing to say, I know, but I love the I, I actually liked it. And for me, so far, game of the year. Now here's a question I have for you about it. Not spoiling mm-hmm. anything. Mm-hmm. If Last of Us came out the same year God of War did, which one is your game of the year? Oh.
I actually think The Last of Us Part 2 just would just win it. I lean to God of War. I think the reason I say that is the emotional roller coaster you go on with uh, The Last of Us 2 potentially hits more, you know, with with you at a personal level rather than trying to bring up an annoying kid who, you know, in God of War. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm, I'm the difference. I, I didn't, I wasn't as emotionally invested in The Last mm. of Us 2 story. Because the plot hook that they use, well, emotional and driving you through it, I felt, and this is just me here, I felt it was a little bit of a cop-out. And the only reason I thought it was a cop-out is that, like, they had a lot more things they could do and a lot more things they could build to it. And essentially, they simple it, they bring it down to just a simple thing. Now, I think that helps towards the ending, and I'll, and I'll probably tell what Lard why after we end the podcast, but... Yeah. When it comes to a totally complete story, I think God of War did that better. And because, like, it had the highs and lows, because it's comparable. They're both story games. They're both coming from long-running franchises. And they're both driven by a narrative. But we'll discuss that. It really is a hard one to pick, but I fit as I, I... I think I don't know we're, we're disagreeing on it, but that's that's why it's it's a it's but a we can quite... politely disagree on it exactly. All right, what else have you been playing? Okay, so uh, I've also completed this week Aliens Colonial Marines, completely different to Lasses Part Two, where that is a bag of shit. Um, Game I've over, also... man. <laughs> yeah. No, that was a nice little touch. There is a couple of nice little touches in there. He, him being in there. Right, as being fodder for the aliens, because you see him hung, hung up in the chest, chest is busted open. Also, there was a different sort of alien in there from Wayland Utani. They, they, right, they used a xenomorph in a bull. So, hence, what would happen there? Because we saw an alien free, there was an alien in the dog. That's why the, the, the alien in Alien Free was different. And look faster and you know different structure because of the dog thing i i liked that idea and that was that was only one of the couple of ideas i had in there that was that was getting good it sucked yeah bill paxton took took it taken from us too soon so there was that uh also completed just a phrase um which is a puzzle game like hangman where you just Guess, guess what letter's there, and if it comes up on the puzzle, you can guess a phrase that has one wrong word in it. So that was done. Um, played some more Snooker 19. Won the match 4-0, which is great. But then again, the guy was like 125th in the world compared to 9th. So I had the odds in my favour. Um, sucked ass at Dirt Rally 2.0 again, some more. So, I mean, I'm thinking of taking a break from that to try and get my... So the motivation to play it and try and get better again at it. So I may have to, you know, take that back a bit. I played some American Truck Simulator as part of the backlog, which was nice. You know, it's it's nice to have some fun with that. And we're going to be doing a Euro Truck Simulator thing in conjunction with something that James is going to be doing very soon. Um, played a little bit of AIPD, which is Artificial Intelligence Police Department, which is like a twin stick shooter, which 
after after party's finished, which I also played on Sunday service, will be a one-off on the Sunday service because there's no story to do. Uh, played some more Forza Motorsport. Completed a fold apart, which that's another kick, kick in the teeth for a game as a puzzle game because he's talking about a longish distance relationship. Yeah, and it's not too far because one of the well, you know, the lady lives in the in the countryside. The guy moves to the city for a job, an architect job, and they miss each other, and the relationship sort of kinds of fall apart. Blah blah blah, and they try to work at it, and it gets a crescendo of them either breaking up or doing something about it. And it just sort of goes, oh, okay, that's what I need to do. Game ends. And you look at and I sort of sat there and say, well, what did he choose to do? You know? It's one of the yeah. weirdest ways to, ways to end a game that I, I've seen in a while. It, to me, there was, there was a resolution, but we didn't see what the resolution was until afterwards when you seen them holding hands, but it was like a distance thing again. It's like, so was there a, a, a resolution? Did he move back or not? So we didn't know, which kind of disappointed me because the game itself is a puzzler. Nice, it was good. Very good. And finally, uh, I have been playing A Hat in Time, where, you know, at the moment, I'm on the world where... We're, 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 do, we're being part of movies for birds, so owls, you know, and you've got these crows in a train that are trying to do a whodunit sort of scene. And I renamed someone who I'm going to give a shout out to um, in the chat very soon. I know she's not here at the moment, uh, but she's resting from having big treatment for a certain thing. Um, so we named her in that, and the crows are like, oh. I would like to meet, which I've named her since afterwards. That's her name now. <laughs> and it was an unrunning joke for about the past week. I like it. I, lo I like her in time. I do. It's, it's a lot of fun. It's a very nice little game. So I'm looking forward to Tuesday playing some more of it. And that's what I've been playing. What have you been playing, matey? I played a little Elite Dangerous with Chris. Because yeah. spaceships. In space, doing space things. Woohoo! I mean, yeah, that's just it. It's it's fun. I've I understand the controls now, so it, the game is actually interesting. I'm pretty much just a space courier right now, and I'm saving up money to uh, buy a bigger battleship. Yeah. That's that that's that's that. Uh, and then the other thing I've played. <laughs> let's if you're getting your uh, Tig Whippy's bingo board out. Uh, please strike <laughs> off James plays football manager. Um, actually, shouldn't that be just be the center of the bingo board now? Where it's like free space is just like no, it's just James played football manager. Yep. <laughs> um, after uh watching today's episode, if you did, you will know Sarasarasare. We're going to Wembley. So, uh, we have one the community shield. The trophy that nobody cares about. We've won the Caballero <laughs> Cup. We've won the league. We are in the FA Cup final. And we are in the semi-final for the Champions League. Okay. So we could do a quintuple. We are on our way to a quintuple. Now, the thing you want me to do. Yes. That for the Champions League final. If we get to the champions, so 
obviously we're going to Wembley, so you could do a you could do a road to London. Yeah. Now here's the thing: the Champions. This is how this works in this game. The Champions yeah. League final is the week after Wembley, the FA Cup final. If we get into the Champions League, right. so you can technically do from Leicester to London, and then from London to Romania. I'm trying to think where, where the best place would be because it's either Cambridge or Birmingham is where the the truck roads are. There's no Leicester in there. There's no there's no Colton. You can go buy it. Um, so I'm thinking. I mean, Birmingham is technically closer to Leicester than Cambridge is. Well, I'll let you know this: when we first came into the Premier League, we were playing at the King Power Stadium in Leicester. Right. While our stadium was getting renovated. Yeah. So that helps anyway. So needless to say, we're there. Um, Pepe now has a new nickname. His name is now Pepe the Man in Form. Uh, he has 63 goals in all competitions this year. Wow. Breaking his record of 61 last year. Yeah. Um, He's just... he. There's been moments where he has single hand... Where we have been down... Um. So in in the game that released today, not when the podcast started at ten, that that video that released, um, West Ham score in the fifteenth minute. We then proceed to not do anything until the eightieth minute. Pepe bags a two minute brace in the eightieth and eighty second minute, and then um, our two reserve strikers that I brought in. Both grab goals, and then Herrero ends, and our attacking midfielder grabs a goal. So the end score line ends up being five one to us, but we do, but we don't score until the 80th minute plus. So and we and we went to 95 minutes. So we score all of our goals in 15 minutes at the end of the game. <laughs> <laughs> nice. As that's, that's also good morning, everyone. Good morning, Chris. Hello. You love to see it. <laughs> <laughs> easy game <laughs> easy life easy life what do you do well anyways i started pep i put, I put a pepe at the front and then he just started scoring <laughs> but yeah that's it's it's uh the save is getting to a point now where it's like well we could win the quadruple quintuple you know all the five major trophies then it's like well and then i need to sell a bunch of people because i think we made a loss this year of 148 million pounds we haven't gotten the tv money yet and the way for winning so yeah we lost a lot of money but let's talk about this for a second we won the league that's 46 million pounds that's not a clap mm -hmm. for yet well, you win the Champions League, that's 60 million pounds. It says 106 million. So, right? Plus TV mm -hmm. revenue, uh, sponsorship revenue comes into the end of the year. We're going to get 56 million pounds for sponsorship revenue. That says 162 million. Okay. And then I think we get something like 10 million for winning the FA Cup if we win that. So 172 million. We're in the profit. Had to win nice. every competition <laughs> we were in, but we make a profit. <laughs> Stonks. <laughs> yeah, I have to sell some players this year. I bought a striker who's like the best striker in Argentina. Yeah. Uh, for and he's on a hundred twenty-five thousand pounds a week. Um, he scored six goals in 
20 appearances? Mordrang Pavlov, my Serbian youth prospect, who's on 25 million pounds or 25,000 pounds a week, um, in nine appearances, has seven goals. All off the bench, mind you. This other guy got starts. So, I mean, that sounds like a, a perfect sort of number two to Pepe hands right there. Oh, I, I, hang on. I found I found another good Brazilian, young Brazilian striker. <laughs> okay. Right? And so I want to get him in. But mm. his agent's asking for too much money. Like, the guy is, like, good enough to have, like, 50 to 60,000 pounds a week. But his agent wants him to be a star player and be have 250,000 pounds a week. And I'm just like, first of all, who the fuck are you, <laughs> Mr. Agent Man? <laughs> Secondly, second of all, do you, do you see who's leading the line? It's Pepe, the man in form. Just because he's 26 doesn't mean I'm going to make him not play anymore. I'm like, no, 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 you don't get it. You don't get it. I'm not paying you 50,000 pounds or 250,000 pounds to be my best striker. I'm paying you 50,000 pounds for the privilege of backing up Pepe. So I'm causing the, I'm causing the, uh, so as I do, I'm pulling a full Mourinho on this where I am causing there to be a schism between him and his team and his agent. I got Pepe to endorse the move in the media, who is a national hero in Brazil. This kid is a Brazilian striker, came from the same team that Pepe came from. So I am just mediating the shit out of this transaction, playing all the fucking mind games. KI wants to leave the club. Club wants to sell him. Agent doesn't want to make a deal. He's threatening to leave his agent. And I'm just sitting there going like, yes, soon. Soon you will be mine. <laughs> this will be my goal. <sighs> I'm just going like, I'm, I'm a horrible, horrible person. Still discredit the agent in the media. <laughs> <laughs> I'm it's, terrible. I'm just so terrible. I'm so bad. They're like, it's button for more money. Just so bad. <laughs> so bad. It's button again. <laughs> just the worst. Well, there is the ultimate cheese you could do in Football Manager, right? You ask the board for more transfer revenue. They give it to you, right? Say, hypothetically, they give you the money. Then you ask the the board for more wage budget. They give you more wage. You then can transition that wage budget into transfer revenue. (laughs) So you can make more money. (laughs) Board, I've done, and I've done this. I'd be like, "Can can I have some more transfer budget? No. Can I have some more wage budget? Of course you can. <laughs> now I have more transfer budget. <laughs> Why did you go and spend twenty-one million dollars on a on a eighteen-year-old Brazilian wonder kid? I I don't know. We have twenty New wages. of them. <laughs> I'm taking them out of poverty to help them live a better life. God, it's our outreach program. It's our outreach program. We do we do we do actually uh, have a. We do have a sponsorship deal. We have a, a link with a club in Brazil now, by the way. Tigrifis FC has a official link with a club in Brazil. And part of it is just like, ah, yes, that could lead to have us have f- foreign country players come through our youth system. I'm like, <laughs> Brazilian wonder kids developing at Tigrifis FC's youth academy. Yes, soon. Soon. <laughs> <laughs> Why does Corby? Why does Corby have a strange Portuguese-speaking population? I don't know, Avis. I don't know. 
<laughs> no idea. But a great football. Yeah, no, the, the, I think the plan is now, if I'm looking forward at the save, Pepe's 26. Probably has at least another good six, seven years in him. Probably takes him to like his mid 30s. Never, never gonna sell the guy, by the way. Not gonna happen. <laughs> I will pay him whatever he wants to keep him at the club. But what I would like to do, is if I can, before the, and this may end up being where like Tig Whippy's FC becomes kind of like the, a where it's a everyday video where it just becomes like a weekly video where it's like okay this is how this season ended up because yeah. it's basically to play through the save until pepe retires and then to see how good of a coach he is and then at that point in the game pepe retires and if i need to use the editor i will do this i will retire let pepe take over tigwhippies fc as the <laughs> as the head coach Hand him the reins, and I ride off into the sunset as Pepe handles the team from then on. <laughs> Something tells me he'll be good, a very good attacking-minded head coach. But yeah, this has been my football manager TED Talk of the day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Have you played anything else? No. <laughs> it's just Elite Dangerous and Football Manager. <laughs> I could literally play football manager while I'm playing Elite Dangerous. That's like, it's like, okay, the game is running here. Let me do some mining here. Oh, I get a jump and it's going to take 12 minutes. Let me go back to playing football manager. It really, it really be like that. It really be like that. But that's it. That's all I've been playing. Fair enough. Morning, Chris. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. So what have you been playing? What have you been up to? Uh, well... I'll tell you what I, I've kind of not been playing. Uh, I haven't been playing Not Work Simulator. Uh, it's crunch time. So I crashed really hard last night. So I woke up uh, like 10 minutes ago. Uh, I've been playing a wee bit of League. Just bits and bobs here and there. I'm almost in gold. I'm just, I'm just like 15 games away. So, uh, that puts me above most play, most of the population of League. Something like that. I don't remember the statistics. They changed it around a bit, but, uh, the majority of players are iron, silver, and bronze. Um, so that's where I'm at with that. And then I, uh, I've been playing a lot of Elite Dangerous as well, which is fun, relaxing, mellow, blow up, rocks, get cash. Buy bigger ships to make blowing up rocks easier to get more cash. Mm-hmm. So, what is that? Is that mainly what you you guys have been doing then on the Elite Dangerous? Is just mining? Yeah, for the most. Well, yeah, mining and a little bit of pirate fighting. Mm-hmm. A little bit of pirate fighting, which is really let the space cops shoot them, and we just uh, <laughs> we just get credit. Yeah. So, is that all you've been playing? Uh, well, I've also been 
picking up a few smaller games, uh, a few little roguelikes. Um, I would love for, like, a kind of survival crafting roguelike to exist, but sadly there are not a whole lot of them. Um, it's one of the few genres then, roguelikes uh, haven't dabbled into yet. The uh, the components that I played last night were uh, Noita, which was very interesting. It's a roguelike where um, there's no persistency to it, but the roguelike, uh, it's, you delve into the underground, you're a wizard, you delve into the underground, and you gotta try and get as deep as you can. Fairly standard. But the difference with this one is that every pixel is physics stimulated. Okay. So absolutely everything in the game is uh, physics simulated, which is awesome. Um, now, besides that, I've also played a little Path of Exile, because it is the new season, I'm, uh, having fun with it, I'm trying out a few different builds, I have, uh, a big beefy melee boy build, and, uh, a smaller build going. And that is all I've been playing. Fair enough. No worries. So, we, we've done the vote for uh, next week's Free Play Friday. Um, the choices are, if you would like to vote on the Twitter vote uh, poll for us, Path of Exile, Half Dead, and Rocket League. Now, at the moment, Rocket League is winning. But if you go to TGWPIS on Twitter... You can vote to change that if you wish. Or you can add your vote to Rocket League to make it much more rock solid. It is up to you. Uh, also, for pimp outs and shout outs, tonight, 8 p.m., is the Devolver Digital Direct that they were going to do at E3. So we'll see what madness they have in store for us, including a potential release date for Fall Guys, which looks just insane. And also want to give a special shout out to uh, Mook, who yesterday was able to ring a bell to end the treatment. Uh, I'm not going to go into what the treatment was for and where it was for, but let's just say that because she doesn't want to, you know, accidentally trigger people if they hear it, what's been going on. But nice one, Mook. You're almost there. The boss fight is hopefully done. Have you guys got any shout outs and pimp outs? Hi, chat. Uh, yeah. That's it. Usually just my normal hi, chat. Thanks for being here. <laughs> uh, shout out to Mr. and Mrs. Cosmic Gamers. They got married, finally. They got married. Yay! Yay! <laughs> uh, the, um, Ceremony, the celebration for friends and family, uh, is going to be happening next year due to quarantinos. 
but it's absolutely fair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You just really can't say fairer than that, really. Is that all? We got any more? That's it. That's it. Okay, then. So I think we're done, James. All right. That's good. Because I have things we have to get to soon. Various Fourth of July engagements. Because it is America Day. So happy America Day. America. Man, happy freedom! Freedom! Yeah, if you are celebrating July 4th, have a great day. If you can, stay safe out there. And if you're going to the pub for the first time in a few months over here, stay safe. Be sensible. Right? Don't do don't, anything I wouldn't do. Right. Don't be dicks. Okay. Don't forget right. to... And don't leave your pants in the bathroom. Yes. <laughs> Very important. So we will see you again uh, tomorrow morning for myself. Next week for all three of us. I may, mm -hmm. depending if Kim's working tomorrow, there may be a cheeky football manager stream. We may be in the. <laughs> the only problem is, is this: is that I can't stream anything because we're in crunch time for the game. So yeah, needless to say, all right. We're going to go before I put foot in mouth anymore and I ruin any more of the series that I've only played for 118 episodes. <coughs> yep. <laughs> Goodbye. This is a good one to go bye out bye. on. This is a good one to go out on. Yeah. Yeah, this time. Okay, bye-bye, everybody.